0: I got a real good colleague and friend here, but before I bring him on though, I I want to shout out a few people. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Debbie. Hey, Janet. Hey, Davida. Those are all people who showed me some love this week and said that they're always listening to the podcast. So I just thought it'd be fun to shout y'all out. Thank y'all for listening. And to everyone, send us some notes, make some comments so we know you're listening and so I can shout you out too, because we love you all. But um, as I said before, I am here with uh, man, a, a great friend and colleague, Kenny Cobbin. How you
1: doing, man? What's up, Rob? How are you, man? I can't complain. It's good to hear, man. Good to hear. I'm out here in sunny California, man. Not too far from you. Welcome. Welcome to the state. What do you think about it so far? Hey, it's it's a little hotter here than what i thought it was gonna be i think yeah. i, mean, I looked down as 114 so yeah uh,
0: you brought that here it wasn't that hot like that before you brought that here well look man I, I really appreciate you being here and rather than even beat around the bush man i'm gonna jump straight in it just because we're friends so i and i could do that but you said a comment once uh that kind of hit me and i was like man and that comment was, you knew since you was 12 years old, you wanted to be a coach. So that's where I want to start uh, with. Tell me a little bit about 12-year-old Danny knowing he wanted to be a coach.
1: Man, Rob, <laughs> it's funny you said that because met you in Super Coach Academy. One of the things that you really sparked inside of me is, did I want to live this or did I just want to be a coach of this? And I remember at the time being like, oh yeah, man, I'm here to I'm here to do this for myself and not and not truly truly getting what that meant. But when I was talking to my mom during Super Coach Academy, what happened was she told me, well, actually I asked her the question. I said, Mom, like, what would you tell me to do right now? Cause you you had a better grasp of what I was doing back at 12, 10, 12, 11 years old. And she said, Danny, what you're doing right now is exactly what I thought you would be doing all your life. She's wow. like, whenever we were at church, you would talk to older people. You would be giving them wisdom for some, for some reason. We don't know how you were doing that. She's like, whenever we would go out in public, you would be talking to older people. You would rarely be associating with like kids your age or anything like that. You were always trying to soak up knowledge and information. And that that's kind of when i say oh this is something i always wanted to do it's because of that conversation i had with my mom not too long ago oh
0: wow because at 12 i was messing up so bad the last thing they wanted me doing was talking to somebody i'm gonna (laughs) tell you that so man big ups on that that's that's pretty interesting so tell me a little bit about the if you know so young or it's something you had done Kind of walk me from there to end. What did high school look like? What did college
1: look like if you went? That's what's interesting is um, the last six weeks of high school, my dad ends up dying. I find out my girlfriend's cheating on me and I end up not being able to go to my own prom. Um, And it sent me down this really weird spiral where I didn't trust God anymore. Hmm. It was almost like if... I was supposed to be on this pathway that God had set for me. Why is it that he, like, my dad's dying. I don't have the person that's there for me. Like, me and my mom weren't close for a lot of years. And so what ended up happening was I fell into this space of deep thought where everything, and I don't mean like I was in my thinking about stuff. That's not what I mean, Rob. What I mean was everything looks so solid. that, like, this is what I had to do in order to get by. It was almost like. If I need a lie, if I need to cheat, if I need to steal, whatever the whatever those rules are, whatever they're off the table right now, because like it seems to me that no one cares. There's nobody up there, caring. because what happens when I went to college, yeah. I went to a Christian, I went to a Christian university. And, and during the daytime, everybody's at chapel, everybody's praying, everything's good. But then at nighttime, everybody was partying and I wasn't used to that. So I was like, oh, my God, all these people are going straight to hell. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'm in this big, like, confusing mixed bag of like emotions and because of my dad's death and going to college and seeing that Christianity wasn't what I thought it was. And lo and behold, I go, I go and I work at a company for 15 years that, that they paid me well, they helped me to get to where I was, but it was definitely as far away as possible from helping people. It was me trying to help myself. And so that's kind of sort of how I ran into personal development. I ran into it from the space of, well, for the last seven years, because this was about 28 years old, whenever I like come out of this, like whatever it takes survival type mode. Now that I yeah. look back, I realized I was in survival mode. Like I didn't know what to do. And at 21, I was, I was lost and confused. Okay. Like, I didn't, I didn't know which direction to go. So I just, I would just do whatever showed up to do. Yeah. Like whatever looked like the next thing to do, that's what I did. Whether it was me mentally beating myself up about it or not. And at 28, it was like, hey man, it's like, I need to do I need to do something different. Like I, I wanted to get married to my now wife. I didn't want to be lying to her. I didn't want to cheat on her. I didn't want to deceive her. I didn't, I, that's not love for me. So I, I didn't want to do that and something had to change and i went the personal development route man
0: what do you mean when you say personal development like you yeah uh, you walk across fire
1: and all that the rocks and all that stuff bro yes (laughs) man oh god like look man i went to uh wow how long ago maybe four or five years ago i went to uh like a, a, a strategic interventionist training bro. And, and they're teaching me all these NLP strategies and they're teaching it to me and I'm eating it up and I'm learning it. And then I go and I go sit in front of my first client and the first client, it was like, he goes, I'm going through a divorce. And I was like, oh man, I don't I don't know if I'm prepared to deal with this. <laughs> and looking, I was so busy in my head thinking about the strategies that I needed to use that I wasn't even present with that man to listen to what he actually had going on. Uh, And I had to go back to the drawing board. I was like, I need way more training. (laughs) So I I went to the three day seminars. I went to the seven day seminar, bro. I went to the 10 day walk across fire. uh, Don't eat all day, sit in the freezing cold. I went to that. I went to that.
0: Well, then how did you get from that then
1: into the principles? Man, magic. I'll tell you that. Oh, uh, okay. So I went to uh one of these events, right? And at the event I met this guy and he was like, Hey, have you ever heard of uh Mind Valley before? And I was like, Nah, man, I'll go look it up when I get home. He's like, Yeah, it's really helping my business. A year later, um, in a different state, I see the same guy at the same event. And I'm like, Hey man, what's going on? And he's like, Hey, did you check out Mind Valley? I was like, no, not really. He's like, man, my business is doing good. And I was like, <laughs> I got to go home and check out Mind valley, uh, Like for Michael real Neal, this time. Yes, for real, for real this time. And Michael Neal is on there. And I'm at this point where I'm just soaking up so much information. I, I fresh out of UPS. So like at UPS, I would listen to eight hours of podcasts of just people like information, just whatever I could get my hands on. Um, And so I would use that. And so I got on YouTube and I was like, I'm gonna watch all of this guy's stuff. All of it. And while I'm watching this stuff, I have no idea what this dude is talking about. No, no idea what this guy's talking about. (laughs) Like, I was like, I want to do what he's doing, but I I don't, I don't understand what he's talking about. (laughs) And so like, Right before. So this is, let's say, um, 2019, right at the end of 2019, I have this event that I'm going to that's a 10 day event. And this is a quick story if it's cool. Yeah, yeah, go with it. Go, go, bro. Okay. So 90 days out from this event is 10 days. I'm like, I need to get my life right. Right. Like, I need to be prepared. So that when I go to this event, my life can change. No problem. Don't even have to worry about any restrictions. Ninety days out, so I said, 30 days, I'm gonna pour on all. I'm gonna do everything that I can," and I did. Thirty days, everything that I can. This is when I'm learning about Michael. This is when I'm listening to uh, Tony Robbins. I'm listening to Zig Ziglar. I'm listening to all Les Brown, all the big names. I'm listening to him like religiously. Like I can almost repeat what they're saying. Michael's the only guy I don't know what he's saying. Like he's talking, but I don't, he ain't making no sense. So sixty days in, I'm like, "All right, cool." Boom, doing it. Let's go. 90 days in, it's almost time for this event. And half of my face stops working from something called Bell's palsy. Wow. I went to the hospital, find out that half my face isn't working because I've stressed myself out. And I'm telling the doctor, hey, doc, like I got things to do. I I, I can't slow down. And he's like, well, your body's telling you something totally different. So I go home from the doctor. I have this event in a week. I go to the event. At the event, half my face is not working. The only thing I could think about really is half my face isn't working. I think everybody's paying attention to that. And that January, I had already signed up for Super Coach because I was like, I don't understand what this dude is saying, but I like I like the cut of his jib. And so January comes around, and I go to this coaching academy where I meet you at. And I'm fresh off of just like working myself so hard that half of my body stopped working. And I come to this event and on on day two, Rob, my daughter goes to the hospital for the entire week. She's at the hospital in a different state. This is day two and I'm sitting down with somebody at this event. And this is what she tells me. The best thing you could possibly do is, to be here and learn this information for your daughter. Her background was in viral loads and things like that. So she's telling me, like, there's literally nothing you can do other than be there for her. But you're in an event where we're talking about, can you separate what you're doing from what's going on out, like, what's going on in Externally, yeah. Exactly. That's it. And so, like, I'm sitting in this event, and my daughter's in the hospital. And all I feel is like this, this, this sense of peace. Like this is this weird sense of peace where like, I don't feel like I'm needing to write notes. I don't feel like I need to like do anything, but just be present. And it's like, I go home and I call my wife and she's like, daughter, she's still in a bad spot but like, Keep learning what you're learning. I love my wife, man. She's so supportive, dude. Shout out, Courtney.
0: Shout out, Courtney. Hey, I love (laughs) her, man. She's so awesome, dude.
1: And so through all of that week, man, it was like all of this stuff happened. And none of it made sense to me, Rob, until the next week when I called my super coach friend, uh, Jason. Yeah. And I'm on the phone with Jason and I'm telling Jason, I was like, Jason, I don't know what we learned there, but like, my wife asked me about something that I was going to coach people on. Like, so I had created this whole program that I was going to coach people on before I went to Super Coach Academy based on goals and getting things done and success. Came home, wife asked me about it. I thought, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. I literally had no idea what she was talking about. Felt like a year ago. Wow. And through this, because everything that I had liked thought and believed pre-needing personal development, all of that stuff kind of just fell away in a way. It was like, oh, like the personal development is what's getting in your way. Taking me a year and a half from that original insight to see here in front of you today.
0: Thank you for sharing that too. I'm glad you did mention to to share that. What does it look like now, man? Learning, still growing. What does it look like now to work with Danny, you know, or or how
1: you deal with clients and stuff now? Yeah, man. I see myself as a life, life coach. I never, I always want to categorize myself as some sort of coach, business coach, success coach, whatever coach. And one day I were, I like literally was like, oh no, I, what I love is exploring life itself, right? And what I'm seeing is, is through the exploration of life itself, when we like are able to live like that holistic approach to life, when we we live like that, business happens, vacations happen. Your children, they grow up, You teach them. They learn. (laughs) Like, Uh, life happens. uh, And we don't have to, like, worry, frustration, anxiety, all that stuff. All that stuff. Dude, it's like, it's one thing to hear somebody say it. It's completely different when we see it for ourselves. Yeah. I love that. The way we live is the end
0: that's the that's what you're you think it's taking you somewhere you think the vehicle is taking you somewhere and vehicle is the life it's the vehicle of love is love so it's not going to get to a destination i love that thing about just living life you know just living
1: life a lot of people fear death man that was something i really feared for a long time like death oh my god death death might happen it might just take me in an instant I got a car crash not too long ago bro me too and in that car crash i kind of like i don't know if it was a near-death experience or not it was close enough that i was like man i could have died here today (laughs) do i want whatever's left in me to die right now would i be like would, would i be thrilled with that and i was like yes and no i was like yeah like i've done some cool things but there is something sparked inside of me, man. Like there is a flame inside of me that is like omnipresent in a way. And it's like, I didn't even know it was there until it was sparked like yeah. catalyst. I love the fact that he uses catalyst because now this spark is blazing and it's like, Oh, like who needs some, Like it's not like, Oh, I, I have to give somebody, Like I want to, Coach somebody because, like, oh, you know, I need something from this. No, it's like there is like this fire inside of me that it's like I have, like, I feel like there's no choice but for me to, like, hey, here you go. Here, 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 here you go. Would you like to see the fire? You have one too. Uh, it's okay. It, it, it's okay for you too to like spark yours and see what happens.
0: Living so that abundance. Like,
1: and I, I I really saw that everything in my life was a gift, Rob. And I mean, right now, like, I'm seeing everything, bro. Like, mm-hmm. everything. When it happened with my kid, I saw it. When I'm in a conversation with a homeboy like you, Rob, like, I see it. Like, it just naturally happens. What? Like, we're on a road trip right now to California. Like, every stop along the way, <laughs> I posted on Instagram today uh i love taking videos of the sunrise right i was taking a video of the sunrise coming up over my hotel and it literally smiles the cloud the clouds come oh, from wow. behind the building and there is a smile like uh, it's 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 a, it's a very vivid smile bro and it's like wow like the universe really is smiling on me right now but for some reason my phone captured it today yeah and it's like oh my god like live got that. Yeah, man. Like life has our backs, and I got in that car crash, and I'm like, "Oh man! Like, should I not done this? Immediately go in my head. Well, if I wouldn't have done this, or if I wouldn't have done that, then we wouldn't have gotten the car crash. Who would have known? You don't. We don't know. It's unknown. It's all unknown, bro. Every bit of it. I love that. So look, man, we
0: have our entire community and all the listeners and subscribers to the show listening right now, give us some of that DC, give us some of that Danny wisdom,
1: man, <laughs> man, Rob. When I think about all this, man, what really comes to my mind is just really seeing that we don't know what comes next. We talk about being transformational coaches, transformational presence. When I look at an acorn, if I did not know that that acorn would turn into a tree, would would you believe me? No, you wouldn't. If I told you that a butterfly comes from just a caterpillar, and you didn't already know that, would you believe me? No, you wouldn't believe me. So we're not talking about incremental change. We're not talking about upgrading from a two-bedroom apartment to a three-bedroom house. We're talking literally about the entire universe. Everything that's in it that we can see and we can't is working in alignment with us. We are working in alignment with it. And the deeper we see into the nature of how our experience works, it, would, it, just, it just becomes clear. It just becomes obvious to do the next thing. That's what I love doing with people, helping them to see the next step. It, it it seems so complicated, or it seems so simple, really, but we complicate it, complicate it so much that it it becomes something that we don't we don't understand it. But I love that exploration, Rob. I love being able to look at the next step and say, oh, and that comes from not looking at the ground that I'm covering, but the being engaged in that next step. And if I was to just like communicate one thing, bro, it's we don't know what the next step is. And because of that, we can use our intelligence in the moment to be as aware and present and engaged in whatever we're doing. Then whatever happens, happens. When we look back there's a body of work of whatever kind whether that's our family, our business, our relationship and it's something that we can actually stand on.
0: I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Danny Cobbin, a husband, father, fellow human being, an explorer of life and what's possible when he looks deeper into the nature of life itself. He's a graduate of supercoach, advanced supercoach as well as Emerging Voices. His main focus is helping others enjoy a more robust experience of life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about the podcast, please go to 3pgc.org. If you're looking for more information about how to become a practitioner or you want to be featured on the show as a new fresh voice in the principles, send us an email at info at threepgc.org. pgcorg We'd love to hear from you. Knowing there is no end or limitation, nor are there boundaries to the human mind, have the day you deserve. You
1: know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable.